money beliefs debunked welcome to stuff they should have taught you in school i'm monsui of course these episodes are done in one take so there may be some long pauses and this and that crap but you should listen to this on two times speed anyway this isn't something that really it was almost like basically what i'm going to go through is what we were taught in school or taught more through like osmosis or from your parents and things like that and from just everyone society kind of told us this stuff um i'll run through them quickly and then i'm going to debunk each one and then i run through them again you have to work hard to make money earning money is hard money doesn't grow on trees money is the root of all evil money can't buy happiness capitalist capitalism slash making money is greedy and bad i have to pay my bills and expenses first my friends won't like me because i am changing or my friends and family won't like me because i'm changing okay you have to work money you you have to work money to make hard no you have to work hard to make money in fact you have to make money work hard for you by investing into assets that create relatively passive income and i say relatively because some work is needed you have to set to forget sometimes you have to do a little bit every year or it's much less than you know working a nine to five but you still have to put some time in uh so you don't necessarily you have you don't have to work hard to make money you have to make your money work hard for you that's what we want to replace this one with and it's that old thing again isn't it if you think you can or if you can't if you think you can't you're most likely correct so if you think that making money is hard then it's probably going to be hard if you think money making money is easy and you tell yourself every day making money is easy i deserve vast wealth and abundance making money is easy for me because i know how uh, then you know you're probably going to be right rather than saying money's hard every day money's hard it's hard to make money it's hard it's hard it's hard so why make it harder for yourself? Start at least like take advantage of your own brain and trick it in some way to make you think it's easier. If you think you can or if you think you can't, you're probably right. The power of the mind is insane, really. We don't even understand it. Even the top people, even top scientists and stuff don't really understand it. Okay, next one. Earning money is hard. Making money is in fact an easy system. But like anything, you've got to practice and you've got to focus on it making money is essentially a learnable skill the better you get the obviously the easier it's going to be and then you're going to make more money with less effort right but if you don't put time and effort into it and you don't start learning how to make money and you don't start investigating why is it that some people have got vast wealth and abundance and i don't and how what do they know there must be something that these people know the people that go and make loads and loads of money, even when they haven't been born into wealth, and most millionaires are not born into wealth. Most people, uh, you know, made their money themselves. How do they do that? What do they know that we don't know? So we want to learn how to make money rather than saying to ourselves that we have to work hard to make money or earning money is hard. And I want to separate the, the words here because we're talking about making money versus earning money so earned money is more so exchanging time for money and working for money is more uh, on like a you know you would basically have recurring results so 
um, if I'm going to make money, I may be putting a lot of time in into an and then I may get an asset, acquire an asset, and then afterwards it's relatively passive. And then now I'm just making money. If I'm earning money, I'm exchanging time for money. Money doesn't grow on trees. Well, literally, it used to. Now in the UK, we have these polymer plastic notes instead of the old paper notes. But literally, it used to. But it's not about the literal thing here. It's really about believing that money is abundant and not scarce. There is more money now than ever before. And money is practically limitless. And whether you believe this today or you don't believe this, you may as well just start to try and trick yourself into believing that this is the case and look for all the reasons why this is the case, because it will help you. And why would you want to make life more difficult for you? You want to believe money is abundant. You want to believe that everyone can earn a hell of a lot of money and that the resources are not scarce in this world. So if you believe that money grows on trees or as we're taught money grows doesn't grow on trees, it's essentially showing that money is restrictive. You know, there's not that much money about, which means you're going to have to really work hard for it. Again, going back to the top one, um, the first one, and, you know, it's going to and it's going to be hard, you know, and not everyone can make it and that sort of thing. But no, it's all complete bullshit. Everyone can make it. You put in the work, you can make it. Money doesn't literally grow on trees anymore, but money is abundant and it is practically limitless. Okay, the next one, this is a big one. Money is the root of all evil. I think in the Bible, it actually says the love of money is the root of all evil. Um, and I'm going to debunk this one. Money is in fact a tool. It is an enabler of good and bad things. You can, with the money, you can give to charity, you can cure disease, you can solve problems, or you can kill people. And you can buy guns and you can, I mean, it's just like a hammer, essentially, or a knife. You could use a knife to craft a beautiful meal. And you could use that knife to cut up, you know, hundreds of vegetables and distribute that a lot among lots and lots of poor people and create sandwiches or whatever for lots of people. Or you could use the same knife and kill someone. And you could murder an entire family or murder many, many people. And one thing is perceived as evil, one thing is perceived as good. And I say, I say that because we never really know in the long term that sometimes things that now they look good later on, they could look bad. And now they look bad later on, they look, could look good. And obviously from now, this point of view, feeding someone is good and killing someone is bad. So we'll just stick with that and not complicate it too much. But the idea here is, is that you could use the money to go and kill people or you could use the money to go and save people. So really, the money is a tool. It's humans that are the root of all evil and the root of all good because in fact good and evil are two sides of the same coin you don't get good without evil and you don't get evil without good because everything if everything was good you wouldn't know that anything would be evil and if everything was evil you wouldn't know that anything would be good in a sense it's the contrast that allows you to actually differentiate between good and evil if there was only one thing, only good, there would be no concept of good and there'd be no concept of evil. If there was one thing, only evil, there'd be no concept of evil and there'd be no concept of good. Okay, next one. I have to pay my bills and expenses first. Well, you. this is a tricky one. This is one that's probably quite tricky because 
you want to pay yourself first and you want to work towards this point. And this is what the wealthy people do and this is what you should do and you start small. So can we just pay ourselves one pound a month first? Can we increase that? Can we reduce our expenses? Can we increase our income? What can we do here? We have to analyze our finance, our finances. We have to analyze our spending. We have to analyze our habits and cut where we can and create more where we can and then pay yourself first so that you have money. Firstly, you first, the first thing to do is to budget, understand what you're, what, what is coming in and out. The second thing to do is to build an emergency fund. So if your car breaks down or something, God forbid happens, you have money and you don't have to take out credit card debt, which is very expensive. And then after that, you after you've got your emergency fund, that small amount you pay yourself or a large amount you pay yourself every month now goes into investing. That's the point we want to work towards. And it starts small and it starts with analyzing your last three months, six months, 12 months of bank statements and realizing how much you spent on burgers and fries. OK, the last one I have. Uh, that I've noted down here is my friends won't like me or my family won't like me because I am changing. Okay, so change is inevitable. Change is a funny one. I did an episode on this before. Essentially, naturally, we don't like change because back in olden times, if we were all living in a cave and someone wants to go out, we're all surviving in the cave, you see but we may not be thriving. And the change could be perceived as bad because it's a risk, yeah? You could go out of that cave and you could get eaten by a lion. There's a risk and therefore that change is bad or could be bad. But then again, you could go out of that thing and you could find berries and fruits and you know, you have a better life. But here now, change is, change is inevitable. You just look outside your window or look outside into nature. Everything is changing constantly, even in your own self right now. My body has gone through probably a million changes while I've been recording this episode because in my blood, there's all sorts of chemistry going on, all sorts of physics, this electron, that, this, that, cells doing this and that. Change is constantly happening. It is inevitable. Everywhere there is change. So we must embrace it. Change, in fact, and we can see this in nature. If you're not growing, you are decaying. So you want to change and you want to be growing. And that is a good thing. And if your friends don't like you because you're changing, or your family doesn't like you because you're changing. All it is, is that essentially saying that where you are right now, you've just about been, you've been okay where you are right now, whether you're broke or whatever. You've been okay where you are right now. And it's like the... Um, and the thing is, is that they want to make sure they want to keep you down there, which isn't a negative intention. It's just that sort of safety aspect is that, oh, there's a risk that something may happen. You've been OK as you are now. So why would you want to change? But the reality of it is, is that we have to grow because if we're not growing, we're decaying. And the plants, the animals, everything outside in nature is decaying, even the planet is either growing or decaying. There's no in between. There's no just stagnate. If you're stagnating, you're, you're decaying. That's it. And, um, and that is what we see in nature. And I think that that is what is in, in our own human life as well. Okay, uh, let's run through these again. So you have to work hard to make money. No, you don't. Replace that with you have to make money work hard for you. Uh, earning money is hard. 
making money is actually, uh, you know, making money, earning money is easy if you know how. And it's a learnable skill. Money doesn't grow on trees. Money is practically limitless and it is abundant. There's more money than ever before. Money is the root of all evil. Money is in fact a tool. It's the root of good and evil. Humans are the root of good and evil. Money is a tool. It's an enabler that can be used for good or it can be used for bad. Money can't buy happiness. Oh, I actually missed this one. I think I actually missed this one. Um, so money can't buy happiness. While it's true that money alone can't guarantee happiness, uh, the research actually says that, you know, at a certain point you get financial security and therefore having enough and, and essentially having enough money to meet basic needs. And once you get to that point, then yeah, you can sort of, you can, uh, you, you'll feel a bit more at ease. You'll feel a bit happier. Um, money really, what it does is it buys freedom. So you can spend time how you want to do it. Beyond a certain point, I think this is 70 or 80,000 pound a year. The correlation between money and happiness diminishes. Um, so money can't, so take that out of your vocabulary. Money can buy freedom rather than happiness. Happiness is a choice. There's poor people that are happy. There's rich people that are unhappy and everything in between. So you want to choose to be happy and happiness. I think not the only definition that I found that I've actually stuck with is a progressive realization to a worthy ideal. And that is in a sense, that is essentially saying working towards something that you think is worthwhile. And I think that everyone should be working towards something, learning something, learning a new skill, doing something that you feel is worthwhile. Because in doing that, even though you may be working hard and you may be working long hours and you may have hiccups and struggles and hurdles, it's something that's worthwhile. So the struggle is worthwhile. And there is a lot of, there's a lot to be said in the struggle, I think. Um, you look at it from an outside point of view and you think, oh, you know, struggle must be hard. Um, but really when the why is big enough, uh, the how becomes clear. Okay, capital, capitalism and making money is greedy. greedy. Did I miss this one? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> so capitalism actually allows any individual to make a fair living based on what value they provide to society. The more value provided, the more money. Making money is a good thing. Capitalism is a good thing in the most part because it creates economy, it creates service, it creates employment, it creates, it generates taxes and benefits to others. When people say, oh, these big companies, they don't pay any tax. Well, firstly, I guess they've just hired people that are clever enough to take advantage of the rules that the government have given us. I'll give you one example of a rule um, that only was in there for a little while. But if you had bought any equipment, you could essentially um, have the asset value, the equipment asset value. At 100, you could have it in your books at 130% of what it actually cost to you. So if I bought a laptop for a grand, now in my books, it's showing that my laptop is 1,300 and I can write down that larger value every single year. So that's an example um, of a tax law that you could take advantage of. It's, it's gone now, but it was there. And the thing is with 
when if you have a big company even if you have a few employees what are you doing you have to pay taxes to hire people then you pay the people that you're hiring you've paid, basically put food on the table for them you buy goods and services uh, which taxes on there generates taxes VAT that is there generates you know um, taxes again then you pay your own taxes after expenses you take that massive risk of obviously having your own business and things like that um, then you have to pay national insurance for the employee as well so as an employer you you essentially have to pay like a hell of a lot of money to actually employ someone and then you um and then you provide value into the world, we hope. And you provide a service that other people find valuable. So valuable, in fact, that they actually part money with the goods or services that you provide. Um, capitalism has shaped the Western world today. Without capitalism, we wouldn't have a lot of the things that we have right now. Certainly not, um, you know, iPhone and things like that and um, computers and um, things like that. Even Amazon, you know, Amazon provides a huge amount of value, whether you think he's a lizard person, evil devil, whatever. But I mean, at the end of the day, the, having Amazon is like a massive amount of value to everyone, pretty much, because you just get whatever you want very quickly. Um, so capitalism, if you believe that that is the case, and it's one of those things, again, if you think you can, if you think you can't, you're correct. If you believe that is the case, all you're doing is essentially putting a block on your own self for no reason at all. So debunk that. Okay, the next one was I have to pay my bills and expenses first. What we want to work towards is a point at which you pay yourself first, you build an emergency fund, you know what's coming in, what's coming out, and then eventually start to invest. My friends won't like me because I'm changing. My friends or family won't like me because I'm changing. Change is inevitable. If you're not growing, you're decaying. And um, sometimes it's good to get rid of those old friends because they don't serve you anymore. They don't, they don't talk. They don't, they're not there to grow. You know, you want a friend group that they are people that are actually going out of their own way to learn new things. They're actually spending time outside of work to learn new things and develop themselves as a person. And that could be just even in small things like reading a book like getting, doing exercise, like learning a musical instrument, uh, learning a new skill, doing a course, all of these sorts of things. Anyway, those are some money be money beliefs debunked. I hope that uh, this helps you to debunk the beliefs, the sort of subconscious beliefs that we have had ingrained in us from society need to be eradicated so we can put in proper money beliefs and actually make some money.